the JRW audio experience, I talk how fiction forces us to experience ambiguities. Enjoy. Telling stories is one of the most powerful means that a leader can use to have influence, to inspire, and to teach. What makes storytelling so impactful and effective for learning is the fact that for starters, storytelling forges connections among people and between people and ideas. A lot of us have ideas, concepts, services, or solutions, but we don't know how to forge a connection among them from the people to the idea or the idea or concept to the people. And stories help us convey the culture, history, and values that help unite us and unite people and bring us together. So it's incredibly important for us to lean into fictional storytelling and understanding that it's fiction that explains, not facts. Life is essentially one big fictional story. All of us like to perceive via our inner subjective self that our story is true and that we're telling the truth. But at the end of the day, our perceptions and our beliefs are the only thing that make things true. Something can be false or true, but what matters is if we believe in it. That's what gives it value. That's what gives it strength. So most of life and most of stories within life are fictional. That's a matter of fact. Like when I tell you my life story, whether or not you believe it, that's whether or not it has truth or not. So you can have something that is truthful and told in a transparent, authentic, vulnerable fashion. And then people believe it because they were transparent and authentic and vulnerable in the way they shared their truth. But at the end of the day, nothing is truthful or not true. It's whether or not we believe in it. So fiction is an incredible topic when it comes to forcing us to experience ambiguities. A lot of times, the reason I talk about fiction over facts, because if you lean into fiction and you say, I'm not saying I'm right, I'm not saying I'm wrong, I'm saying I'm representing my perspective in a fictional manner, then it opens people up to experience that ambiguity of your story. And that's why it pushes people to go deeper on characters or concepts that are fictional, because then they can experience ambiguity via that fictional character or that fictional fictional circumstance or that fictional situation where then they have to inspect and, and question and audit. Okay, what is this right or is this wrong? Is that is that make sense? Does that not make sense? So fictional storytelling to me is one of the most powerful tools when it comes to forcing others to experience ambiguities and see things from a new lens. So fiction can prompt a reader to rethink previous positions on the issues at hand about characters or about the protagonist or antagonist, whoever the character is within your story, it forces the reader to take a more in-depth, ambiguous type of position on that and contemplate, is this right? Is this wrong? So forth and so forth. And then they're truly enlarging their perspectives because they're inspecting and auditing their perspective in correlation to what they believe or don't believe in regards to that fictional situation, the fictional character, or the fictional circumstances that you're creating. So that's why so many times on my show when I'm talking to people, they, they like to try and interject with personalities and put themselves in there or people they know. But I so often, I like to say principles over personalities. I'm talking about principles and I'm creating fictional situations that create principal conversations, but I don't, I'm not trying to target or like suggest or mention people or certain families or certain backgrounds. Like I'm taking personalities and people out of it and trying to be principled and trying to use fictional storytelling to inspect and audit those principles and challenge people to go deeper and think more about what they, their take is or their position is on these principles when it comes to the fictional storytelling to try and force people to experience inexactness and ambiguity via that fictional storytelling. So at the end of the day, it's really an incredible thing to do. And it was one of the most powerful perspectives I've ever gained was when I started to realize no one's right, no one's wrong. Everyone in life has a perspective. And you could show a million people the same event that you could watch something happen and a million people watch it. And we all see it a different way because we all experience our inner subjective self when we view something or experience something. We see it, we hear it, and we 
internalize it differently because of our inexactness, ambiguities, and our self. So once you understand that, that means that nothing is necessarily true. What makes something true is simply the belief in it. So you could have a million people that believe in X religion and a million people that believe in Y religion. But at the end of the day, nothing is necessarily honest at the end of the day factual. It's more about fiction and the intersubjective self and how we interpret things and how we see them via our inexactness and ambiguities. And then once you understand that, you really can start to realize, oh, wow, I'm not right. I'm not wrong. I'm just representing my perspective and how I interpret the data. Someone else can see the same exact data and interpret it differently. So all of our point of views are different and all of our point of views are influenced by our intersubjective self. So it's essential for us to lean into the power of fictional storytelling so that we can start to challenge our intersubjective self and we can start to look at and inspect our beliefs, our perspectives, and our principles in regards to the morals of life, in regards to the fictional stories of our society, such as money, religion, politics, society, Everything in our society, when you look at it, is a fictional story. Money is a fictional story. Money is a piece of paper that has value because we believe in it. Religion is a fictional story. It was, it was a book created by people that were interpreting and representing events from many different points of view. Um, human rights are, are also a fictional story. Essentially, human rights, there's no physical or concrete example of them. Everywhere you go, human rights vary. They're different because humans create the, the human rights of their country, city, or wherever they're living human rights in America are drastically different than human rights in Saudi Arabia. So once you understand that, all of this, all of this is essentially storytelling and fiction. It's whether or not what we believe is right and what we believe is not right and what we believe should be and what we believe shouldn't be. So fictional storytelling is a really powerful tool when it comes to forcing people to experience ambiguities and experience perspectives from a different point of view. This is why it's so crucial for us to operate as objectively as possible, removing subjectivity and removing intersubjective self from the situation, from the story, from the circumstances, and interpreting qualitative and quantitative data from a neutral standard, not from a intersubjective self or our intersubjective delusion or intersubjective bias or intersubjective interpretation, but disconnecting from ourself and detaching from self as much as possible when it comes to interpreting, inspecting, and auditing um, stories, situations, what's moral, what's not moral, and facts. Because qualitative and quantitative data, if you interpret it as objectively as possible, then helps you operate as neutral and out of your inner subjective self as possible. Because our inner subjective self and subjectivity is our biggest obstacle when it comes to success, when it comes to connecting to other humans, when it comes to many different things. So that's why I talk so much about fiction. That's why I talk so much about subjectivity. That's why I talk about the removal of subjectivity and to operate as objectively as possible. Because once we do that, we can then interpret the qualitative and quantitative data in the most neutral type of fashion. If you think about a scientist, scientists are all interpreting data and they're attempting to remove their inner subjective self and their biases. So at the end of the day, when we see information or we see facts, a lot of us are leaning into our egotistical self and thinking, oh, this is right, this is wrong, I know, I know, not leaning into, okay, this could be perceived in many different ways. Let's see what's the most rational fashion that this is data should be interpreted. There's so many of us that simply just think we're right and others are wrong. Ego is right and wrong. And when you understand that no one's right and wrong and that no one's exact, no one is precise, 
that we're all living in inexactness and ambiguity. And that's why it's so important for us to lean into fiction and not facts and also lean into storytelling, creative storytelling, because creative storytelling and artistic expression, it, it, it gives value to inexactness and ambiguities, whereas our society is the opposite. Our society tries to push us to be perfect, tries to push us to be precise, tries to push us to be exact when it comes to how we look, how we talk, how we study, how we learn, how we whatever. There, our society pushes ego and exactness when really we should be forcing the opposite. We should be forcing people to accept their inexactness, their shortcomings, their defects, and their ambiguities to then find comfort in them and use them as a tool to connect, influence, impact, and align with others because we are flawed humans. We all have inexactness and ambiguities, and that is the tool that we can use to impact others, reach and influence and align and come together to change things and influence change and influence rapid social change by changing the fictional stories of today and creating the new fictional stories of tomorrow. Because at the end of the day, it's the stories of our society that determine the future. And if we can change the myth of our countries and our world and our nation, if you change the myth, you change the world and it impacts rapid social change because most of the things that are controlling us when it comes to division, racism, complexity, all these things that we talk, you see the media talking about, they're all stories. They're traditional fictional stories. They talk about slavery. They talk about all these things. They're trying to keep the story going in the narrative of division and the narrative of disconnect when really the media doesn't ever talk about all the good that goes on. They feed into the negative bias of us as a species and why we like to listen to all this negative talk and negative so forth. And we need to start leaning into more positive fictional storytelling in a creative unifying type of way so that we can come together and unite rather than fight. Weirman Media realizes that abundance is upon us. We must communicate our future of dignity, reason, security, accountability, human rights, justice, opportunity, innovation, and inclusiveness. Utilizing the tools of technology to communicate a transparent, authentic, vulnerable truth of self and society in which we remove insecurity, fear, inequality, artificial scarcity, manipulation, coercion, and or control that the powerful, connected, educated, politicians, media mongols, back-and-forth economists, and money-hungry monopolies continue to sell the consumer on, leveraging the narratives of scarcity, conflict, division, disconnect, complexity, and speed. But we see through it, through the removal of ego, no longer living in our inner subjective biases, our inner subjective delusions, and or our inner subjective misinterpretations of the data, but rather leveraging the removal of subjectivity to operate as objectively as possible, leaning into the truthful insight of self and society in which we share our perspective and awareness in an authentic, transparent, vulnerable fashion, showing acceptance of flaws, ambiguities, and inexactness, then using them as our most powerful, relevant tool to influence others to aspire, dream, and succeed at scale by sharing impactful, empathetic, humanistic experiences of value with the world in a creative, culturally relevant fashion advocating, educating, and empowering others to do the same. Because none of us are right, none of us are wrong. It is simply our perspective. Shout out to More Love Nation, www.morelovenation.com to cop your swag now. More than a product, an evolutionary vision and mission. More empathy, more compassion, more unity, more collaboration, less ego, less competition, less division less fighting, and more uniting. www.morelovenation.com to cop your swag now. From the bottom of our hearts, we would greatly appreciate any support. Thank you. Please continue to leave reviews, subscribe, and download. It would mean a lot, a lot, a lot 
a lot. Thank you, thank you, thank you.